Okay, right. I know it's a little bit difficult. Um, yeah, if we could just try and... Uh, yeah, let's try and get some quiet so we can hear. We appreciate... Um, yeah, there's some great questions here. Okay, so lots of questions about the building, unsurprisingly. So I'm going to try and do some rapid answers. The good thing about this is every answer I give will necessitate about eight more questions. Everybody okay with that? All right, here's the big picture. The big picture is over the next few weeks and months, this is leading up through spring, certainly before we get to summer, we will be presenting a extremely detailed costing and extremely detailed sense around how we're actually going to do the building, including the plans, including everything that we're going to do around planning permission, etc., etc. But the broad sense of the building is that we're going to build an auditorium, as you can see on the plans, that is going to be able to accommodate the church in a slightly increased size than we are now. But note the fact we're not building a huge auditorium, okay? We're not. That's not what we're doing. We're building an auditorium that can facilitate what we believe the light church should do. Um, questions around, is it going to be a phased build or an all-in-one approach? Um, the, the thing determines that it'll be an all-in-one approach, just the land. We need to build it all in one go. Lots of questions about costs. Um, again, we're expecting... You know, this is millions. Everybody okay with this one? It is millions that we're going to need to build this. Somewhere between perhaps 2.5 and slightly above. The deposit, the 1.2 million we need, makes it possible for us to then, you know, be able to afford the mortgage with some income generation that we're building into the program. So it's been well thought through, but we'll be bringing a very detailed, extremely clear understanding of the costs and what we're going to do. Um, and then somebody asked, How are clouds made? Okay, as the meteorologist from Ruby, as a meteorologist on the uh, leadership, Ruby, if you come and see me afterwards, I will bore you to death on how clouds are made. Okay, so the building, we will be bringing an awful lot more information. Everybody hear that? A lot more information. But we wanted you to know that as a leadership team, we are leading, we have decided that we believe God has called us as a leadership team to lead, to build a church, an auditorium, and a mission center, all integrated on the land that we believe God has given us, and we're going to step out in faith to prepare for that, but we will, of course, make sure the community understands it and is with us. Everybody okay? Thank you for the questions on the building. Can I just say one thing on as well, is that it's okay to get excited about it now. Yeah. We're going to go for this. This yeah. is a thing we're going to step out in faith and go for. Um, you know, it's, it's great to talk about it. Let's get excited about it. Let's get excited about what God, God's going to do through it. So, Helen, then Chris, then Josie, then Ed. I think we'll go with that order. So, great, great question here. What resource is available for deeper ministry, i.e. not five minutes prayer at the end of the service? Well, we have an excellent uh, pastoral care team who are fabulous people within, the, within our fellowship who... Um, just love meeting up for coffee with people, love praying with people, love just listening to people as well. So um, that would be a significant way appreciating that at the end of the service, uh, as we offer prayer ministry, that's a great starting point sometimes. And um, more time is needed to really um, sit and talk things through 
and to be listened to and heard and understood a bit more and to know where to get help from. So our pastoral care team, the starting point, it's great just to um, email Tarzan at the Light Church. It's not that Tarzan deals with everything and does all the visits and all the cups of coffees, but as he then goes, okay, well, perhaps, uh, perhaps this person would be free. Perhaps I'll ask that one to meet up. Um, so there's lots of uh, those sorts of things that are going on very much under the radar because they're not the sort of thing that we're going to be chatting about or gossiping about the, the detail of and circumstances of people's lives. But there are people to talk with. If there was other more significant stuff going on in people's lives, the excellent people of the pastoral care team, they are not trained counsellors in the most part, though uh, um, one or two happen to be. But for the most part, they're not trained counsellors. And sometimes, actually, it's necessary to be signposted to some more significant help by going and chatting with a counsellor for a period of time and we know some excellent counsellors so we can can help you out with that sort of thing so hopefully that helps in answering that question great oh hello i'll move that cool so i got uh, a couple of really practical ones and one of a bit of bit more of a spiritual one. Uh, so this one is around listening to preachers afterwards. What's the process for catching up on preachers? Often they are online. No, I hope they are now. Uh, so about a year ago, uh, we moved to a new system. I just want to big up Sean and Chris. Uh, let's give them a round of applause. So there's two things in this. Firstly, they do an amazing job. There's pretty much two of them that do sound for most Sundays. So obviously, you want to join the team so we've got um, other people that are joining the team and coming through which is great but if you do want to talk to Sean um, yeah so I hope that they will mostly be there now on the Sunday uh, if you go to our website lightchurch.org.uk thelightchurch.org.uk uh, there's a listen again button there and you can listen to preachers again anything from before that is currently archived and not online I think if there's a specific one you want to listen to um, if you email the office, they can get in touch with me and uh, we can see if we can find it. Um, because we changed system, we, lost, we took some of the old ones offline. But every Sunday, you or if you've not been able to be, t be at church or if you've got friends, you can send it through all on the Light Church website. It's also a podcast on iTunes. So if you want to subscribe to a podcast, go for it. Cool. So uh, this one, what's the balance of being led by the Spirit and sticking to a schedule on Sunday mornings? This is a really challenging one. Um, and yeah, great question. Um, it's a really difficult balance to strike. Um, obviously, we, we really want everything we do here to be led by the Spirit, led by God. We want uh, that to be the heart of it, and we never want to be constrained by that. Um, but also... In reality, we are. Uh, we want to we make sure that um, our kids' workers are looked after. We want to make sure that people can have time together as community. So I would say there's no hard and fast rules here other than it's something we're really aware of. As a worship team, it's something we talk about a lot. It's something I know we're, we're kind of on a journey with in terms of space in our worship and creating that space. We had a great session this week with a, a worship leader, a really experienced worship leader called Amy, who came and did some teaching with us around vocals, but also around leading in the spirit. And it was a really powerful time. Um, so I know it's something that as a, as a leadership, we really um, 
have to just strike that balance. And we've got a great team of service leaders. Uh, I know they spend time seeking God and praying and listening to God in our services. Um, so I'd encourage you. And, and if you've got some thoughts on that that are, uh, yeah, a bit more than, than this, do uh, me, Josie, Ed are kind of starting to talk about these things. So it'd be really good to hear from you, your thoughts on it. Uh, this is kind of vision stuff. Does the vision of the church still involve planting churches or will the new building be part of a shift towards pursuing a bigger congregation? And a question on a similar sort of line. When do you think the Light Church might plant into some of the Bradford neighbourhoods that don't have a thriving church? So <clears throat> we haven't particularly talked about this at depth. We've got some time when we've got a whole day in the summer which we are going to be talking about it. But... None of us particularly feel that we are wanting to plant like a completely new church, you know, with a new worship band, a new, all the structures, like there's so many structures you have to have in place to run the organization of the church that planting a whole new one of those that requires all of that leadership, structure, all of that. We don't feel that that's our vision and our way forward. We feel as though we're called to the city center and we would imagine that there would be thriving communities locally yeah. in small groups yeah. that are missional that are doing church yeah. you know church as we all know isn't about church on a sunday in this particular building in this particular place it's about you in your communities where you live reaching your communities there we're our, one of our aims is that our light groups would be missional so whenever we're involved in a light group that we're not just fellowshipping together but there's a missional element of that as well so that's kind of where we would be looking to direct the church in terms of becoming missional communities that meet on a Sunday to celebrate what God's been doing during the week that's kind of where we're pushing towards is that yeah. fair enough yeah. to say that's good. yeah great okay brilliant um I have three questions from you guys, and uh, the first is, will the survey results be published? And my, uh, my simple answer is, you lucky, lucky people, yes, there will be a, uh, a version of it published along with um, the, the bits of paper you guys have on the table, the updates, um, and the finances, and these questions as well, we'll, we'll actually record some of the answers for you to be able to look back on and enjoy at a later stage. So look out for that in the next few weeks. Next question, are you going to increase the leadership team? So from our perspective, we are looking to build strength into the leadership team. That's the real kind of focus for us. Um, obviously with Tim stepping down at this point, uh, for us is a real kind of focus around building strength and building uh, unity at, for us as a team to be able to help lead through the whole congregation, that unity and sense of purpose. And as Josie's alluded to, there's a desire to seek the mission as well of what uh, the next steps of our vision statement actually look like in practice. And so we have an openness to what God might say about increasing the leadership team, but this time we're not intentionally seeking um, to, to add anyone to the leadership team. So that's kind of where we're at at this moment. And uh, finally, this is a, uh, it's a fun question. Um, where is the place to raise questions that may not be covered in preaches? For example, the end times, 
Taboo subjects such as relationships, and then a similar question which asks uh, about transgender issues, suffering, science, um, and uh, other things that go in there. So first and foremost, um, I recognize that when it comes to Sunday mornings and our preaching topics and that kind of stuff, there's a responsibility on us all to, to be presenting the, the truth of the risen Jesus in, in our preachers and helping us as a congregation come face to face with him and be transformed by him through scripture. And that's really our heart and desire on a Sunday morning. And so that does leave us in a space where actually some of the stuff just mentioned there isn't necessarily appropriate in that environment. And sometimes those things are better to be explored in a, in a conversation, in a group discussion, those kinds of things. And so an easy answer for me here to, might be to say, actually, you could talk about these in your light groups. But what I'd like to say, actually, is in the past, we've had things like theology groups um, in an evening, so cafe theology. Some of you may remember if you were here about five years ago. Um, and what I'd like to say, actually, is I'd really find it interesting chewing over some of these topics. So if you wrote this question and actually you'd like to be part of a conversational group discussing some of this stuff, or if you didn't write this question and you thought, oh, that sounds exciting, I'd be well up for that, please get in touch with me. Um, you see me around on Sunday mornings, or you can email me, edparker at thelightchurch.org.uk. I spell Ed with two Ds because I'm weird. Um, so please drop me an email. I'd be very interested to have a chat with you, and we'll see where we go from there. So... Those are the questions I had. Just last one. Never knew you had two Ds in your, in Edward Dead. Never knew that. No, it's brilliant. Learn something every day. Okay, um, this is a really uh, nice question, and uh, we appreciate it. it. says, with so many things going on in the church, brackets, which is amazing, thank you, how do the leadership team keep up and, and hold accountable the leaders of all the ministries? Um, one of the great joys that we have as a leadership team is we have a very regular, um, almost like radar scan across everything that the church is doing. Um, everybody who is in charge of a ministry is accountable to us. We have expectations, uh, we get reports, we keep on top of where we are. And one of the great joys is we are always looking as a leadership team for areas that we really feel the Lord is calling us to go real, really deeper in and to really, really get involved in. And we do that on a, on a, on a regular basis. So every ministry... Um, over a period of certainly 18 months would have a significant amount of thought and process. But as you can hear today, there is so much to do. It's almost really important that we focus on the areas that we feel God is focusing us to. And Lyndon, um, in his role, really is doing an awful lot of that across the church, which is a real benefit to us as a leadership team to have him on staff, which was all part of the investment we made last year into that. So, okay, I think we're done. So... Thanks, everybody, for coming. I think that finishes the formal question and answer session. I'll repeat what Helen said. If you have any questions, do come and see us. Do come and chat with us. You know we are. We know what we look like. Just come and have a chat. And if you're not confident doing that, just send an email in, and we will take it seriously. So let me pray before we end the day together. Dear Father, we just want to give you a massive thank you for all the wonderful blessings that we see within our church family and in our church community. We pray that you will continue to send your spirit into us, that we can be the light and salt of the world that you call us to be. And in all our plans and in all our dreams, we fully submit them to you, and we wait for you to come and do the miracles we need to hold your name up high. So be with us now all, I pray, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Uh, feel free to take any food home uh, with you.